Joe Mazzula <laughs> might want to uh, steal a different strategy from someone on maybe calling timeouts at the uh, at the end of games, at the end of halves, or really there is the trust in his basketball team. Uh, and I know Sam Hauser hit the three to send it to overtime, and hey, you know, that worked out. Off a timeout. There were no uh, – granted, yeah. off a timeout. But if the guy misses the shot, I don't know if we're being like, no. well, he drew up a great play. Like, Doc Rivers would always get credit around here for – well, Doc drew up a great play. It was just a split-legged, well, off-of-one-leg three-pointer. Well, same with Brad Where Stevens. the guy's in the air. Uh, Brad he, he Stevens would get some too. of those. He got that, too. I don't know, Joe Mazzulla wouldn't get that kind of credit. No. If Hauser missed the shot, people wouldn't give the guy the, uh, the benefit of the doubt. So, of course, there was the last play in overtime where Grant Williams was involved. And I do think, to be fair to Joe Mazzulla, we got to recognize who wasn't out there, who wasn't able to play, which are your two best offensive players, and a guy in Marcus Smart, for whatever it's worth, whether people like him or, or not, understands how to handle a situation late in that moment. And we all know, even with those three out there, coming out of a timeout, Grant Williams has the ability to, at times, kind of throw a monkey wrench into things. So... Of course, they pass up a couple open shots, and uh, Joe Mazzulla said after the game, yeah, maybe I'd do it a little differently. Here's Gary Washburn asking him about that. Last position, did you consider timeout? Did you, what did you think of the last position? Yeah, I should have And how did it turn out? What, what was the play that was supposed to happen? And kind of what was We got them cross-matched. We got them scrambled a little bit, and then I thought we passed up two open shots, and then when we passed up two open shots, I should have called timeout. So that was one where Joe Mazzulla looked at it and said, eh, as soon as we did that, I should have called the timeout. Yeah. So here's the thing. Is this, is this in a way Joe Mazzulla figuring out how he wants to coach in the postseason? Or is this a guy that, like Brandon Staley of the Chargers, <laughs> is married to a philosophy that he really believes in and maybe he'll see the light. I don't know. I, I know this is bothering you, isn't it? Well, it should bother you as well. Because I it do doesn't. think I do think it's a philosophy that he is married to. And I had this issue earlier in the year. I can't I remember know we, no, what game it was. It. And it was similar because this is about a had month a, ago. Yeah, you had a bunch of guys hurt. I can't remember what game it was. And he just let them play. He didn't call timeout. And my issue uh, this morning is the same issue I had about a month ago when the same situation occurred. Similar issue occurred. You had all these guys that were playing. You had four of your five. You had, really, you had five of your – all five starters were not in this game. All five starters were not on the court in overtime. And you look at the minutes that some of these guys were playing. I mean, Grant Williams at 47 minutes. Muscala, this guy just signed. He just showed up a week ago at 43 minutes. Did Sam you- Hauser at 39 minutes. Derek White, White at 43 and, and Brogdon at 39. Do you know Muscala hadn't played like over 30 minutes a game in a game in I think it was like four years or something crazy like that. So to me, it's like so with, with that situation, I feel like, okay, you say you're married to a philosophy. Not you, but in general, you're married to a philosophy. Mm-hmm. I think, and there's an aspect of that that I appreciate and I like. But there's also aspect of, well, you know what? Let's do let's change our business as the business is actually being done in real time. Because uh, on paper, it looks like a great idea. If you tell me I have Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horf, a bunch of vets, a bunch of smart players who aren't going to panic and are going to know what to do with the ball. 
So sure as hell, you're uh, undermanned, you're uh, undersized, and then you actually have the Milwaukee Bucks up against the ropes, and you have the ability to win the game in overtime. And with this lineup out there, Muscala, Brogdon, Hauser, uh, D. White, you have all these guys out there. They had just tied the game up, right? So if you just look at the if you look at the play by play chart, um, okay, so Brogdon hits two free throws. The score is now uh, one twenty five to one twenty four. Excellent job. Sure enough, Holiday comes down. He hits a three pointer. Uh, and Holiday played like a, a real all star last night. Yeah, I mean, he, I know Marcus Smart makes a big difference in uh, how Holiday can get out and score. But I digress. Yeah, so it's one twenty five, one twenty seven. All right, you're down two. You're down two with it's the ball with twenty five seconds. Twenty five seconds. Twenty five point two to be exact. Call timeout. Just call timeout because we. I talked about how 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 many minutes these teams these guys were playing because they need rest. They need direction. They need an understanding of the circumstances and 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 maybe just, uh, hey, <sighs> take a break for a second. Realize the situation that we're in. What what areas can we get into trouble? Listen, uh, hey, we don't have any timeouts left. We have one timeout left. Just in case you are moving the ball around and nobody's open, call timeout and we'll like we'll reset. Even if there's four seconds on the clock. To me, this this was the this was an easy answer that he instead just choose. He chose to just keep his philosophy, Gresh, and that's why the easy answer, take the easy answer. Like, don't be stuck in your ways regardless of the circumstances. This is a young coach being stuck in his ways, not understanding that there's a better alternative with this lineup. Okay, let me ask you this. If it's uh, Williams, Hauser, Muscala, White, and I'll even go Brogdon on the floor, get, get Griffin out of there from the starting lineup, right? Those are the guys that are in. Who are you drawing up that play for? Williams, well, hey, listen, it doesn't, Williams it doesn't, Hauser, Muscala, well, listen, White, To Brogdon. me, it's, it's less about I take the best option, but it's, it's less about that. It's about, okay, but, but if you're, you're tired. Play, wait, if, again, you're, 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 you could say, listen, they were getting tired. They were getting fatigued. They were coughing up the ball. They had changed the way they were defending you. Holiday kept picking D. D White's pocket, even though he gives you the first five points in overtime. I would just say... At the least, Gresh, just let me catch my breath. Let me catch my breath. Let me let let me reset for a second because I feel like I'm screwing up and I feel like we're being affected by the moment. That's all I'm saying. To I, me, that's smart coaching. Yeah, I uh I I look, the the first time that we ran into this scenario, Joe Missoula after the game said, Hey, we had the right matchups on the floor. I trust my guys. On this one, you might say, "Sound like Nathaniel well, Hackett." No, but who out there would who out there would be the guy that you would call it for? Because if you call the timeout, okay, say you call the timeout with 13 seconds left, and you're going to set up what? That's that's the that to me is a part of the reason why you got to let it go. And you gotta let them play. Oh, you, you like you like to let them play. I know. Here's the thing. Let, in, you like to let them this, figure it out mentality. Because in this scenario, I think it's completely different than the last one. Whereas the last one, you had different players out on the floor. If I'm the coach and I'm like, okay, here we go. We're down two. Get it to 13 seconds. I'm gonna call timeout. And then I'm drawing up what for who. That to me, that becomes the problem because if it it's either you're going to try to rely on Brogdon, I know White was hot, and then Grant Williams. 
Grant Williams at times can be your best friend and your worst enemy. And to me, uh, he was one of the ones who passed up an open shot to where you heard Missoula be like, yo, I should have probably called the timeout right there. However, to me, that's a learning experience because you don't know what these guys are going to do in that moment. It is the philosophy that, by the way, is the prevailing philosophy, I think, for veteran teams and for teams who have guys who've been there, done that, and sort of know how to handle it. To me, Christian, you can always adapt to call the timeout. But in situations like this, maybe you learn that you don't want the ball in Derek White's hands if he's the one who's out there. Or Sam Hauser hit one big shot. Do you want to kind of play with that fire again? I just look at it as that when you call that timeout, there's a thought in your head, I know I'm going to get a matchup, and I know I'm going to be able to take advantage of it with this guy against this guy. I just don't think you got that last night because you really didn't have anybody on the floor that was a true threat that old Coach Bud sitting there going, all right, boys, boy, we got to be ready that Sam Hauser might try to huck up a three. No, I think you let him play, and know, there's more it- to be learned from that than there is the calling the timeout with all of your backups in to try to steal a game Again, on the road. Again, I totally disagree, and I, and, and, I, and I I feel good about this aspect of it because he knows he screwed up and I because he was all snippy after the game. He was short with his answers. I don't think he, he was a little bit defensive because he screwed up. I mean, I remember the last time we did it, the last time I had this issue – his reasoning was he didn't want to give the other team the opportunity to, to switch. He didn't right. want them to sub because he liked the matchup. In. Right. Because Again. he had his real guys on the floor. Okay. Call the game as a game is being played. That's my – hey, listen, hey, let them figure it out. It's a good learning experience. No, learn. you can learn the same thing in a game that isn't as important against your, your rival, a game, a team that but you need it- this head-to-head win against, and you had it. You, I mean, but I, this is I, a different learning experience. Well, no, the, the fact is, like, the learning experience is okay. You just did it. You got the game into overtime. Sam Hauser doesn't make that shot off the dribble if he does it a hundred times with Middleton on him as much as he does. Right. Hail Mary! Everybody's going, holy crap! So then you get the lead, five straight points. D White hits a three, then he gets a two. You're like, all right, you're in good shape. Then they go on a six zero run. The next thing you know, we're like, all right, let's. Now they're getting gas. I just told you. I feel like even if they See, just gave them a break, I feel like there were all these guys. You mentioned Muscala. The, the, he doesn't the, play. The gassed part of it is definitely, and there, there's a texture in the 37937 who said you can't let them play. They were gassed and confused. I I get that piece of it. There's no doubt. And then you have the 774. No Celtic fan should be angry. They lost the game last night. Should have lost by 20. Joe said he should have called a timeout on the last possession. Move on. I think there's a little bit there because the last time out, Joe Mazzulla didn't say, yeah, I should have handled it differently. It was the reason I didn't call the timeout was because of this. This time, Joe Mazzulla at least said, hey, man, we passed up two open shots. I should have called a timeout. And maybe in retrospect, it should have been the, eh, I got to control these guys a little more, whereas I'm not going to ruin the flow with my superstars out on the floor like last time out. I think it was a little bit of a different learning experience. And I do agree with the one texter where it's hard for me to get worked up over a game where they went to mill. Like if this game, Christian, in all seriousness, because you're like, oh, you could steal one. If this is the game that at the end of the year that the Celtics would be like, damn, 
We're the number two overall seed now to Milwaukee because we didn't win that game or Missoula didn't call a timeout or whatever, then maybe you might go back and re-examine it. But this, to me, last night was much more a positive than it was a negative. I don't think the win or the loss at the end of the day is really going to tilt the scales one way or the other for the Celtics. But this was an unbelievable effort last night against no the one's full denying boat. that. No one's denying that. Like it's hard at all. for me to look at it and be like, oh, this guy Missoula. I don't think this is a harbinger of doom. Let's put it that way. No, I wouldn't say. I mean, that's a little a tad bit exa- uh, of it, an exaggeration. It, it is, but I when know that you're. Doom, but, but, it is. but right now, but going into the postseason, aren't you going to go in with the mindset of, hey? This guy, he better call a damn timeout. Like my it, mindset going into the postseason will be consistent with the whole year because you know you're playing against a, a tough team. You're playing against a, a championship team with, a, with that has that has a championship belt already. So do you? And want now he's married these, to the well, philosophy. No, I just I I hope he he's not a, a creature of habit. You mentioned Staley, the head coach yeah, yeah. of the of the Charger, the LA Chargers. He's a creature of habit, even though the game being played in real time, tells them not to do it. Well, this is my philosophy, and I'm sticking with it, and I'm going to trust my plays, and I'm going to let them figure it out. You're a let them figure it out guy. If I told that's my kids coaches let do. them figure it out, they'd make the wrong choice every time. But that's what a but lot why? of – But why? But because – you're a coach. Because coaches would veteran play. I do think he will manage it differently in the postseason. I don't know. Well, the other thing, too, is is that I, I know uh, the moment in question there at the end of overtime, it wasn't one timeout. I think there were two timeouts because there was one person like, oh, what do you got a foul or whatever, and it's just like – they, he could have done it. So, obviously, Joe Missoula is on watch for all of this. I just don't think that moment with all the backups on the floor is going to be the one that Celtic fans will really point to. Maybe you're ahead of the curve on this. Maybe you are Nostradamus versus Nostradamus. I, I do think if you were to say it is eventually, worth watching, eventually, if I'm another coach, I'm an experienced coach. I've been in this league a long time. Once I identify that a guy is a creature of habit and he and I can predict what he's going to do before he does it, I have him right where I want him. He doesn't know that I know. I, I already know what he's going to do. So to me, that is part of the whole, I don't know, mind game that you will end up playing against uh, Budenhoser, right? Okay, because he's the um, Spolstra. Okay, all these coaches, they're better coaches than you. They're more experienced than you. Same as Ime Udoka last year. Okay, same same thing. thing. Okay, but it took him to the finals to finally get pants. Steve Kerr finally got to him, even though they had an edge. You're like, wow, they're going to win it. And caught up to him. And if they go back to the ONBA finals and we find out that Joe Missoula might get outcoached by somebody, I... Yo, let me let me try this. Let me try this. Tell me if this works. If you put Ime Udoka in there, do you have to not worry about that anymore? I think he's gotten the benefit of the doubt. He's earned the benefit of the doubt based on his based on what happened last year. Based on all the learning examples of him learning. But I also got to worry that the guy's going to walk in with his pants unzipped and his uh, shirt and his shirt tail sticking out, saying, "Hey, looky here." So well, you I'd know, like sometimes to, I'd like to, to not worry about that for a guy going into the well, NBA Finals. You personally probably don't have to worry about it. I don't think he's going <laughs> to well, think you're too he attractive. Ain't gonna be, that's the thing. He ain't going to be there. He ain't going to be the guy coaching this group. 